Hi there. Welcome to the Innovation Insight podcast brought to you by the Walton Institute. This webinar focuses on the Gladiator project. Gladiator envisions to establish a radical long-term vision leading to a drastic change in cancer monitoring and therapy. It will usher in a paradigm shift in oncology with the introduction of bio-nanomachine diagnostics and will stimulate the implementation of the Internet of NanoBioThings, leading to technological and clinical developments with high socioeconomic impact. In this project, the role of the team at the Walton Institute is to develop an end-to-end molecular communication system for intercellular communication among brain cells. It's expected that the project's results will substantially improve patient prognosis and prolong survival by minimizing recurrences and reducing drug toxicity. We hope you enjoy it. So today I'm talking about the Gladiator project and the role that our team at the TSSG and, and specifically myself, what we are doing in the project. So the basic aim of the, the Gladiator project, it's a FET open project and it's a, it's a very, it's a very you know, enthusiastic project where the focus is the, is the research, uh, focus of the research is the brain brain tumor specifically glioblastoma and the whole goal is to come up with a with an externally control controllable device for the purpose of uh, diagnostics and also therapeutic of this type of the tumor now glioblastoma is one of the very rare and very aggressive form of brain tumors and it has a very low survival rate and a very high recurrence rate. So this this type of tumor is very resistive to different type of uh, different type of therapeutics like chemotherapy and you know radiotherapy and all these things. So so this this project is very ambitious in a sense that it's it's using expertise of different people from from theoretical people like us who are working in molecular communications to the experimental partners who are actually doing experiments on on mice and all these things to, to verify the results of the of the theoretical part and all that. So I'll I'll be talking about the role that we are, we are playing in this project and we are we are particularly focusing on the theoretical model of it and using molecular communication, which is sort of our strength as well. So basically, in molecular, what happens in in a molecular communication system is that there is a there is a transmitter bio nano machine and there is a receiver bio nano machine and they they communicate with each other using molecules and so the whole concept is the the communication is happening within the brain cells which is responsible for for the for the proliferation of this glioblastoma tumor and so this communication is molecular communication in our view and what we are trying to do is design an external device which also uses molecular communications but it uses the molecules that are that are programmed or, or, or you know, designed in such a way that they go and interact with the natural system, and you know, reduce or stop the growth of the, uh, of the tumor. Or in in later stage, it it could be used as a therapeutic mechanism to, to to reduce the to reduce the tumor or you know destroy the tumor site. So, this is a basic introduction of this project. So uh, uh, I'll, I'll talk about the objectives and deliverables. So the uh, objective for, for our side is to develop an end-to-end communication model for, for, the, for, the, 
for the communication that's happening between the brain cells and later for the communication between the external device and the, and the brain cells, which are, which are the natural brain cells. And so most of our work is the design and analysis within a simulation environment and which are based on the mathematical models for, for both the intra and intercellular signaling. And so the whole aim is to, to for, the, for us, is to provide the simulation work as an accurate testing platform to support the experimental work that other teams are doing. And, and so, so we define this in three stages. That is, first is the generation of the of the tumor or in a, in a single cell, and then it propagates or you know transfers information to other cells, and finally it proliferates to a number of different cells over the period of time, which is a very quick period of time. So the deliverables for us, which we have already sort of done, is to present a theoretical model for the generation and the proliferation of the tumor. And the next deliverable for, for which is in the next few months, is to develop the simulation, simulation framework for the therapeutics and experimental verification for the experiments that people have been, uh, the other partners have been doing. So this is again what I've talked about earlier that a molecular communication system is something like this that there's a transmitter then there's a channel and then there's a receiver so this is a figure from the partners where so where they are working on the development of the therapeutic mechanisms for for the for the brain tumor and you can see the external devices there which is which is responsible for 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 the feedback and also to control and you know so there's a reporting and feedback mechanism as well in their design so moving on to what we are doing so specifically myself so what we are doing is to focus on the on the cell to cell or intercellular communication within the glioblastoma cells and and what and what we are trying to figure out is how the tumor grows over time as a result of the communication between the cells so we so we have taken a classical agent-based modeling system, and what we have done is we have defined these cells as a as a voxel model, where each voxel is, a, is sort of a cubic in, cubic shape. And so what happens is there is a single cell or single input cell, which is so we assume that that cell has already been corrupted or is it, or is a tumor cell as a result of some internal mutations of the cell, internal mutations inside the brain. So once this cell is corrupted, it communicates with all the cells that are connected to it, and it transfers the message which, which through the molecules, which is effectively the proliferation of the tumor that you know grow unnaturally. So, so the tumor, so def, to define the tumor, tumor is just the unnatural growth of cells over the time, or abnormal growth of cells over the time. So this is so the input is from the from the tumor cell. And the output is a, an action of these cells, such as growth, or, or or the abnormal growth, which can which can you know create which can increase the size of the tumor over the time. So what we are trying to do is develop a mathematical model for this intercellular communication, and to link the information flow or the mutual information between the cells with the growth rate of the of the glioblastoma. And the next part is obviously to to take the experimental data from the partners and uh, see whether our, our theoretical model fits with the experimental experimental data. So again, so this is what yeah I've I've talked about in the last slide as well. The long the long term goal is to use the concepts of molecular communication 
and to link the information flow to the action, which is which is uh, the growth of the tumor in this case. So what we have tried to do is, is to consider the configuration of, of different cells. So as I showed you previously here, we have, we have a two-dimensional sort of model for the cells, but actually cells are in three dimensions. So what we have done is we have tried it with different configurations of cell. This is a very simple cell in a series. This is a one-dimensional sort of setting where there is a single tumor cell, which is then communicating with the first receiver cell and then communicating to the second receiver cell and up to end receiver cells. So these are these molecules are actually taking the message from the tumor cell to the next cell and on. And the, and the message obviously is the, is the abnormal growth. So what we have tried to do is to, is to consider different configurations of cell. Obviously we have started with a very simple setting, which is a series setting of cell. And then we have followed it up with, okay, now what if the cells are in parallel and how this, this works? And the, the final of these is a, is a hybrid configuration, which is actually a more realistic configuration of cells that a tumor cell goes through and uh, releases the molecules that goes to number of cells in either direction of the of the tumor cell and then they go on and you know uh, transfer this message up to n number of cells in a network of cells so this is eventually uh, this is uh, eventually becoming a network of cells which we call it as a molecular communication network which is some which is something that we have expertise in and which we can study in in context of this uh, this glioblastoma tumor so this is an example of a of a 3d sort of a setting as you can see here we have a so each each of these rectangles or each of these voxels represents a single cell and we have considered as a an example here where we have x and y and, and z all of them are four so it's a four cross four cross four number of cells for us in this three-dimensional setting and as you can see here there's a tumor cell and it, it and it is impacting the molecule uh, it, it, it is releasing the molecules which are transferred to a number of cells which within the close vicinity of this you know of this tumor cell actually what we are considering is, to, is the tumor cell is impacting almost all of the neighbor cells. So, uh, so, so the overall goal was to to apply the information theory and communication theory concepts to study the different communication properties of uh, how the information is uh, information is transferred between between these cells and what is the impact on the growth of the of the tumor so what we have done is we presented a a communication theory model of intercellular communication between cells we, and again we have and in addition what we have done is we have we have presented we have developed a a growth of the, a tumor growth model as well which is again a mathematical model and but that the growth of the tumor is dependent on the information from the between information between the cells. So three parameters we use specifically. One is the mutual information between the input and output number of molecules. And the second one is the information propagation speed, that how fast this information is transferred. And lastly, we have seen what is the growth rate of glioblastoma as a result of this information transfer. So I'll just briefly show you some of the preliminary results that we have for this. So this is just, this is mutual information 
for a number of cells. So as you can see, we have we consider 100 cells for this case, and we have considered three different settings, as, as I mentioned before. One is the series configuration of cells, and the other is parallel, and the final one is the mixed one. So for now, our results are very interesting. It shows that the series setting and the parallel setting actually behaves much better in terms of mutual information as compared to the mixed cell. Now, the, intuitively, we can understand this because in a series setting, the loss of molecules is very low as compared to the as compared to the mixed setting because they are more likely to reach the receiver without any without any loss of the molecules. And so, the other results uh, I have are mutual mutual information related to the number of molecules uh, released by the external signal. So this is also very intuitive that as the number of molecules from the input cell increase, the mutual information tends to increase. But I have to say this 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 eventually plateaus. Uh, I've not included the result here, but eventually the mutual information becomes consi consistent over time. And finally, uh, so this is the tumor growth rate. So also the tumor as the num so this is against the number of cells. So when so when the number of molecules increase, the tumor growth rate up to the tumor grows in you know, up to a certain number of cells. So again, as the input tends to increase, the, tum the tumor growth rate tends to increase with it. But this is this this also plateaus at a certain point because uh, there is there is a fundamental limit to the to the way molecular communication works. So unless there is a con consistent source of the input there is a there is a limit to that so i think that's pretty much it uh, from me uh, i think if you have any questions i'm happy to answer thank you thanks very much Hampton. does anyone have any questions yes may i have a question yeah sure um I'm curious. Uh, thank you for your study. Very interesting. Um, I'm curious about. So you want to study about the growth rate of glioblastoma cells, yeah. because you. Uh, sorry, first I asked what is the main purpose of that, and the second one is, uh, did you check also the growth rate of the cell of the neuron cells? So these are so 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 the purpose of the of studying this in the first place is yeah. because because glioblastoma is one of the most aggressive form of tumors and we need to find a solution for this type of tumor. So this is a step towards that that okay we we are studying how the glioblastoma proliferates. So the next step of our research is to develop a therapeutic mechanism for this type of uh, tumor. And again, we will, as I mentioned, the external device concept. So what we will be doing is we will be inserting external molecules within the cell, which uh, within, yeah. within the brain cells, which are which which will which are going to suppress the information that are you know the information from the tumor cell, or, mm -hmm. or overcome it so that the so that the proliferation or the or the fast growth of the tumor is reduced or maybe you know maybe maybe you know eliminated something like that so this is the next step but our main goal is to reduce the growth of the tumor because right now what we have observed in both from experimental studies and the theoretical model is that tumor grows very fast over time 
and we need to reduce that in order to in order for the patients to have a good survival rate or or a good life quality. Right. Okay. And then did you relate that to the growth rate of the neuron cell also? So these are actually so. The, so when we consider cells, uh, yeah. these, these are these are these are these are in a, in in a way neural cells because they are in the brain. So they are glioblastoma cells in the in the brain. And I'm not. Okay. I'm, we are only considering the growth of of these cells specifically, not not other cells. But this is type of what I'm saying is this is type of a neural cell. Because I assume you want to have like a mathematical model, so you need kind of standardized number for that. Yeah, I can share. I can we can share some mathematical model with you if you if you if you. Want. Yeah, so I'm just I'm just curious, like how you can control like if one cell grows fast, yeah, no, we the other. We are just studying at how it grows. Okay. You're not. Okay. Hi there, welcome to the Innovation Insight podcast brought to you by the Walton Institute. This webinar focuses on the Gladiator project. Gladiator envisions to establish a radical long-term vision leading to a drastic change in cancer monitoring and therapy. It will usher in a paradigm shift in oncology with the introduction of bio-nanomachine diagnostics and will stimulate the implementation of the Internet of Nanobio things leading to technological and clinical developments with high socioeconomic impact. In this project, the role of the team at the Walton Institute is to develop an end-to-end -end molecular communication system for intercellular communication among brain cells. It's expected that the project's results will substantially improve patient prognosis and prolong survival by minimizing recurrences and reducing drug toxicity. We hope you enjoy it. So today I'm talking about the Gladiator project and the role that our team at the TSSG and, and specifically myself, what we are doing in the project. So the basic aim of the, the Gladiator project, it's a FET open project and it's a, it's a very, it's a very you know, enthusiastic project where the focus is the, is the research, uh, focus of the research is the brain brain tumor specifically glioblastoma and the whole goal is to come up with a with an externally control controllable device for the purpose of uh, diagnostics and also therapeutic of this type of the tumor now glioblastoma is one of the very rare and very aggressive form of brain tumors and it has a very low survival rate and a very high recurrence rate. So this this type of tumor is very resistive to different type of uh, different type of therapeutics like chemotherapy and you know radiotherapy and all these things. So so this this project is very ambitious in a sense that it's it's using expertise of different people from from theoretical people like us who are working in molecular communications to the experimental partners who are actually doing experiments on on mice and all these things to, to verify the results of the of the theoretical part and all that. So I'll I'll be talking about the role that we are, we are playing in this project and we are we are particularly focusing on the theoretical model of it and using molecular communication, which is sort of our strength as well. So 
basically in molecular what happens in, in in a molecular communication system is that there is a there is a transmitter bio nano machine and there is a receiver bio nano machine and they they communicate with each other using molecules and so the whole concept is the, the communication is happening within the brain cells which is responsible for for the for the proliferation of this glioblastoma tumor and so this communication is molecular communication in our view and what we are trying to do is design an external device which also uses molecular communications but it uses the molecules that are that are programmed or 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 you know designed in such a way that they go and interact with the natural system and you know reduce or stop the growth of the uh, of the tumor or in in later stage it it could be used as a therapeutic mechanism to 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 reduce the to reduce the tumor or you know destroy the tumor site so this is a basic introduction of this project so uh, uh, I'll, I'll talk about the objectives and deliverables so the uh, objective for for our side is to develop an end-to-end -end communication model for for the for this for the communication that's happening between the brain cells and later for the communication between the external device and the and the brain cells which are which are the natural brain cells and so most of our work is the design and analysis within a simulation environment and which are based on the mathematical models for for both the intra and intercellular signaling and so the whole aim is to to for the for us is to provide the simulation work as an accurate testing platform to support the experimental work that other teams are doing. And, and so, so we define this in three stages. That is, first is the generation of the, of the tumor or in, in a single cell, and then it propagates or, you know, transfers information to other cells. And finally, it proliferates to a number of different cells over the period of time, which is a very quick period of time. So the deliverables for us, which we have already sort of done, is to present a theoretical model for the generation and the proliferation of the tumor. And the next deliverable for, for which is in the next few months, is to develop the simulation, simulation framework for the therapeutics and experimental verification for the experiments that people have been, uh, the other partners have been doing. So this is, again, what I've talked about earlier that a molecular communication system is something like this that there's a transmitter then there's a channel and then there's a receiver so this is a figure from the partners where so where they are working on the development of the therapeutic mechanisms for for the for the brain tumor and you can see the external devices there which is which is responsible for for fit for the feedback and also to control and you know so there's a reporting and feedback mechanism as well in their design so moving on to what we are doing so specifically myself so what we are doing is to focus on the on the cell to cell or intercellular communication within the glioblastoma cells and and what and what we are trying to figure out is how the tumor grows over time as a result of the communication between the cells so we so we have taken a classical agent-based modeling system, and what we have done is we have defined these cells as a as a voxel model, where each voxel is, a, is sort of a cubic in, cubic shape. And so what happens is there is a single cell or single input cell, which is so we assume that that cell has already been 
corrupted or is it or is a tumor cell as a result of some internal mutations of the cell internal mutations inside the brain so once this cell is corrupted it communicates with all the cells that are connected to it and it transfers the message which which through the molecules which is effectively the proliferation of the tumor that you know grow unnaturally so to the tumor so def to define the tumor tumor is just the unnatural growth of cells over the time or abnormal growth of cells over the time so this is so the input is from the from the tumor cell and the output is a, an action of these cells such as growth or, or or the abnormal growth which can which can you know create which can increase the size of the tumor over the time so what we are trying to do is develop a mathematical model for this intercellular communication and to link the information flow or the mutual information between the cells with the growth rate of the of the glioblastoma. And the next part is obviously to to take the experimental data from the partners and see whether our, our theoretical model fits with the experimental experimental data. So again, so this is what yeah I've I've talked about in the last slide as well. The long the long term goal is to use the concepts of molecular communication and to link the information flow to the action, which is which is uh, the growth of the tumor in this case. So what we have tried to do is is to consider the configuration of of different cells. So. As I showed you previously, here we have we have a two-dimensional sort of model for the cells, but actually cells are in three dimensions. So what we have done is we have tried it with different configurations of cells. This is a very simple cell in a series. This is a one-dimensional sort of setting where there is a single tumor cell, which is then communicating with the first receiver cell and then communicating to the second receiver cell and up to end receiver cells. So these are these molecules are actually taking the message from the tumor cell to the next cell and on. And the, and the message obviously is the, is the abnormal growth. So what we have tried to do is to, is to consider different configurations of cell. Obviously we have started with a very simple setting, which is a series setting of cell. And then we have followed it up with, okay, now what if the cells are in parallel and how this, this works? And the, the final of these is a, is a hybrid configuration, which is actually a more realistic configuration of cells that a tumor cell goes through and uh, releases the molecules that goes to number of cells in either direction of the of the tumor cell and then they go on and you know uh, transfer this message up to n number of cells in a network of cells so this is eventually uh, this is uh, eventually becoming a network of cells which we call it as a molecular communication network which is some which is something that we have expertise in and which we can study in in context of this uh, this glioblastoma tumor so this is an example of a of a 3d sort of a setting as you can see here we have a so each each of these rectangles or each of these walks that represents a single cell and we have considered as a an example here where we have x and y and, and z all of them are four so it's a four cross four cross four number of cells for us in this three-dimensional setting and as you can see here there's a tumor cell and it and it is impacting the molecule it, it, it is releasing the molecules which are transferred to a number of cells which within the close vicinity of this you know of this tumor cell actually 
what we are considering is to, is the tumor cell is impacting almost all of the neighbor cells. So, uh, so, so the overall goal was to to apply the information theory and communication theory concepts to study the different communication properties of uh, how the information is uh, information is transferred between between these cells and what is the impact on the growth of the of the tumor. So, what we have done is we presented a a communication theory model of intercellular communication between cells. We, and again, we have, and in addition, what we have done is we have we have presented, we have developed a a growth of the, a tumor growth model as well, which is again a mathematical model. And but that the growth of the tumor is dependent on the information from the between information between the cells. So three parameters we use specifically. One is the mutual information between the input and output number of molecules. And the second one is the information propagation speed, that how fast this information is transferred. And lastly, we have seen what is the growth rate of glioblastoma as a result of this information transfer. So I'll just briefly show you some of the preliminary results that we have for this. So this is just, this is mutual information for a number of cells. So as you can see, we have, we consider 100 cells for this case. And we have considered three different settings, as, as I mentioned before. One is the series configuration of cells, and the other is parallel, and the final one is the mixed one. So for now, our results are very interesting. It shows that the series setting and the parallel setting actually behaves much better in terms of mutual information as compared to the mixed cell. Now, the, intuitively, we can understand this because in a series setting, the loss of molecules is very low as compared to the as compared to the mixed setting because they are more likely to reach the receiver without any without any loss of the molecules and so the other results uh, i have are mutual mutual information related to the number of molecules uh, released by the external signal so this is also very intuitive that as the number of molecules from the input cell increase the mutual information tends to increase but i have to say this 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 eventually plateaus. Uh, I've not included the result here, but eventually the mutual information becomes consi consistent over time. And finally, uh, so this is the tumor growth rate. So also the tumor as the num so this is against the number of cells. So when so when the number of molecules increase, the tumor growth rate up to the tumor grows in you know, up to a certain number of cells. So again, as the input tends to increase, the, tum the tumor growth rate tends to increase with it. But this is this this also plateaus at a certain point because uh, there is there is a fundamental limit to the to the way molecular communication works. So unless there is a con consistent source of the input, there is a there is a limit to that. So I think that's pretty much it. Uh, from me, uh, I think if you have any questions, I'm happy to answer. Thank you. Thanks very much, Hamden. Does anyone have any questions? Yes, may I have a question? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm curious. Uh, thank you for your study. Very interesting. Um, I'm curious about so you want to study about the growth rate of glioblastoma cells yeah. because you 
uh, sorry, first I asked what is the main purpose of that? And the second one is, uh, did you check also the growth rate of the cells, of the neuron cells? So these are, so, 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 so the purpose of the, of studying this in the first place is yeah. because, because glioblastoma is one of the most aggressive form of tumors and we need to find a solution for this type of tumor. So this is a step towards that, that, okay, we, we are studying how the glioblastoma proliferates. So the next step of our research is to develop a therapeutic mechanism for this type of uh, tumor. And again, we will, as I mentioned, the external device concept. So what we will be doing is we will be inserting external molecules within the cell, which uh, within, yeah. within the brain cells, which are, which, which will, which are going to suppress the information that are, you know, the information from the tumor cell or, or overcome it so that the, so that the proliferation or the, or the fast growth of the tumor is reduced or maybe, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, eliminated, something like that. So this is the next step. But our main goal is to reduce the growth of the tumor because right now what we have observed in both from experimental studies and the theoretical model is that tumor grows very fast over time. And we need to reduce that in order to, in order for the patients to have a good survival rate or, or a good life quality. Right. Okay. And then did you relate that to the growth rate of the neuron cell also? So these are actually, so, so when we consider cells, I, yeah. these, these are, these are, these are, these are in a, in, in a way neural cells because they are in the brain. So they are glioblastoma cells in the, in the brain. And I'm not, I'm, we are only considering the growth of, of these cells specifically, not, not other cells. But this is type of, what I'm saying is this is type of a neural cell. Because I assume you want to have like a mathematical model. So you need kind of standardized number for that. Yeah, I can share. I can. We can share some mathematical model with you if you, if you, if you want. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm just curious, like how you can control, like if one cell grows fast, the not, other. We are just studying at how it grows. Okay. You're not. Okay. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Innovation Insight podcast. Be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and other podcast streaming services. For more information on the Walton Institute, check out our website at www.waltoninstitute.ie and follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn and Twitter. Bye for now.